Hi, welcome back to um, my Inside Voice podcast. Hello, um, how are you? How's it going? I hope that you're having a beautiful day. I'm just getting out of my J-O-B. Um, I'm going to try to enunciate a little bit more and talk a little bit more clear in terms of this podcast because it seems like whenever I listen to my episodes back, it seems to um, not be so clear at some points and I don't like that. So um, if y'all could give me some feedback, that would be great in terms of like the listening quality, but also like don't because I'll cry. Like I don't want to hear that. Like I just want to be in like my bubble of ignorance, you know? So today... (laughs) I wanted to jump on here and I sort of have no idea what I wanted to do, but I kind of got an idea from another podcast episode. So a lot of my inspiration, just to like give you like a a BTS sort of deal, like behind the scenes and sort of my process of what I think about and how I think about things before I do an episode. Um, I am very, like my episodes are not organized. My episodes are very much like I get an idea and I start talking. I don't plan it out. I don't write anything down. I don't really, um, you know, think about it too much because I'm a type of person that's always in my head so for me to like think about something oh like it can very quickly get into overthinking about something so I try to really not do that to myself and um, I once I get like an idea I roll with it now the drawback to that is I get an idea and if I don't roll with it right away, I'll forget because I don't write shit down. So I probably should. You know, I have my notes app in my phone is pretty fucking packed with shit that I could probably get rid of. But I don't because it's all part of who I am right now. And to read back on those notes is a trip. Sometimes it's cringy. Sometimes it's really cool. Sometimes it's sad. Sometimes I'm like, ah, damn, that was like a little... A little bit of genius you know but I like to keep those things there just because you know sometimes it might be an inspiration for an episode it might be something that I forgot about that I want to revisit in my own journey um, so on and so forth you know what I mean so um, I, but I could definitely utilize that note section um, better so I want to, I got a little bit of inspiration. I also get inspiration from other podcasts. Like I listen to, I'm such a podcast heavy bitch. Like I listen to that shit all the time. I'd rather listen to like podcasts than music, but I listen to music too. Well, like I try to, sometimes I don't like I'll drive somewhere and I'll commute or whatever. And I won't have any music on because I have too many, I, my, my, my brain is really loud. So, um, I try to sort through that. And then if it gets too overwhelming, I'll turn on music or a podcast but mostly I just drive in silence which is really weird um to other people but I I really like it helps me I feel like a lot of shit I don't need extra noise so it really helps me to like really 
calm down and I do a lot of breathing exercises and I do a lot of like, I get really zen when I, um, leave work and, um, I get really calm and not anxious. So I feel myself these days really breathing shut, like having, um, really shallow breathing and, um, I'm trying to really concentrate on how I'm breathing throughout the day. If I'm stressed out or I'm anxious, which is most of the day because I'm at work, um, especially nowadays because I'm working a lot, uh, it it really hinders my, first of all, my oxygen flow. Second of all, it really encourages more like uh, panic attacks. So I try whenever I have a spare minute or a second even, I try to breathe really deeply and from my nose within my belly and then breathe out again without looking like crazy. But it really helps to sort of reset my brain. Anyways, so I was listening to another podcast episode um, and it was about a man's sovereignty. And for me, I interpret that as a man... trying to balance the feminine and the masculine. I think a lot of men were born and brought up being masculine, told that they should be masculine, um, reiterated time and time again by different people, by every person in their life system that they need to be like masculine, that they need to hold, whatever that means, right? They need to be a certain way and have, possess a certain, um, group of characteristics and traits to be quote unquote a man. So in this day and age, it's masculinity and femininity is so much more fluid. And sometimes it's a good thing. And sometimes it's a little bit of a struggle. And I think it's, it's more of a struggle for the man. Um, I rarely talk about like men on my podcast and rarely dedicate like episodes to men. But I felt like it was appropriate in this episode since there's a lot going on in my world and I felt like this is pretty relating to that. Um, so I know men in my life, you know, past, present, future, uh, past and present that try to keep it together. They don't really know how. And I think there are a lot of outlets for women and a lot of, um, ways women can get help and I think there's a reason why because we're told to also be everything um to really be strong and soft to be a bitch but be assertive to be to ask for what we want but don't be too shrill don't be too don't complain don't nag but stand up for yourself, but not too loud, you know? And, and I talk about that ad nauseum, I think. Um, but gratefully so, because whatever. And um, I don't really talk enough, I think, on this platform about how men are conditioned and how men are treated and how what men are fed in their journeys as becoming evolved beings, right? Because that's the goal, hopefully is to become a better version of yourself every single day. And that accumulates, you know, into you 2.0. And hopefully that means that you live a better life and the life of your dreams. 
And so, um, as men, I think, men are taught, and I think the biggest one that speaks to me is their definition of what a man is and in terms of emotion, right? The yin, the yin and the yang, the feminine and the masculine, the black and the white, if you want to call it, um, the light and the dark, uh, the inside, the, the receiver versus the giver, you know, it's very interesting to me that men are so told, are told so much to keep it together as much as women, um, I think, but in such a different way and such a different interpretation of it. I think men are told to, you know, be a man and not cry like a girl and all that stuff. And they're told from a very young age that emotion is weakness and vulnerability is weakness and um, being able to focus on career and relationship is impossible. And being with a woman is a burden if you don't have XYZ done. And there's a perfect time to get into a relationship. And that isn't while you're building yourself, right? It's when you have everything done. Then you'll you'll get the get the girl that like truly and I believe that about myself like once I get everything done whatever that fucking means it's an illusion you're never going to get everything done what is everything who even knows um then I'll be ready for a relationship you know and I think men are really like that's drilled into them from John and they have this idea of a woman being except their moms for some reason I think men can compartmentalize but like dating being in a relationship is this like naggy like this ball and chain this like um outpouring of energy that they don't have and I think that is a lot attributed a lot to our mass culture is attributed to how women are depicted in media and what messages men are sent and given as in 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 terms of like what a woman is and how she behaves and what the role is of her what her role is in his life potentially like either she can be somebody that you fuck or somebody that takes care of you uh somebody that's your mom and somebody that you get married to you know and those types of, um, like those weird ideas are so, that's exactly what they are. They're so weird. And so, fuck man, I pressed like a button and it activated Siri. So it just disconnected me from what I was saying. Anyways, um, so I feel like, see, this is the problem now. I have to remember where I left off. Um, I feel like. Yeah, men have either or relationships with women. It's it's never just like a nuanced relationship. It's it's either I can provide for you and be the man that you want or nothing. Either I can be an amazing boyfriend or husband or nothing. There's no like process there. There's no like talking about it. There's no feeling. There's no there's no gray area and sometimes living in the gray is the best part of life 
because it so much it gives life depth and it gives life meaning gray area doesn't have to mean ambiguity it doesn't have to mean this weird limbo place of limbo you know it it can be beautiful it can be the most fun part of a man and woman getting together in a deep connection and i think that men are so trained and so conditioned to think that something is either right or wrong, black or white, yes or no, that for them to actually come out of that narrative and actually admit to having being more complex than that and having emotions. I hear so much nowadays that women are saying about men, like, oh, men just like men are so complicated now men are what is what is that guy on his period like you know what i mean and it's just like because men are starting to show emotion and nuance and starting to break out of their conditioning whether that's forced or volunteered we're not used to it either and I know I'm making all these fucking blanket statements, but this is just from my experience, okay? This is just from what I know. And and we don't understand it either because we're so used to men being a certain way and we're the ones that are living in the gray area that when a man lives in his gray area, or when a man really takes accountability for his emotions, not accountability, wrong word, really feels that he needs to express his emotions, we don't know what to do with it and we're like, oh, he's not a fucking man, like fuck that. I don't need him to do that. I need him to provide. And so it's this like endless loop of like, why can't he do this? But he needs to be this. And then for a man, I want to do this, but I need to be this. You know what I mean? So it's like, we're, we're fucking each other over. And this has nothing to do with like postmodern feminism. This has nothing to do with men should be men and women should be women. It has nothing to do with any of these fucking movements. It just has to do with the complexity of human nature and humanity and what is in our biology and what is in our DNA and what is within ourselves, regardless of men or women. Now, I know that's stupid because men have different programming than women, and I get that. Like, I'm not oblivious to that. But we're all so complex, right? Our brains are so complex. And there's an argument that maybe a woman's brain is a little bit more complex, but that, that makes no sense. Like, that, that doesn't jive with me. Men are just as complex. Men have emotions too, but they just don't know it, right? They're colorblind to their emotions. You know how we say there's this joke, I don't know if anybody else knows it, but like men are, they, they don't know the difference. Like they see purple, they don't see lilac, they don't see fucking um, shades, you know? And um, I don't think that's true. I just think that they they might see it, they might process it, but it doesn't need to be said or they don't really care about it. You know what I mean? It's not like they don't see it. They're not idiots, even though they are. But I feel like they have all of these tough emotions that they're just now feeling maybe open enough and maybe even safe enough, dare I say, to express it. But there's nowhere to go, right? They don't know what to do with their emotions. They don't know how to channel them. They don't know what to do with them. They don't know if their emotions are able to be received. And so I know a lot of men right now 
that are going through it that just choose to use their God-given talents, I believe, which is compartmentalize and sexualize. So compartmentalize meaning they're able to keep block like their life is very modular so they're able to have a work mind a home mind a hobbies mind a relationship mind a dating mind like all of those things those parts right and i'll talk about why that's getting fucked up now like they're really glitching um also they're able to sexualize so to make something sexual is to simplify it, right? Whore, wife. Wife material, okay, not ready for it because work mind is on. Whore, okay, my able to entertain it, date mind, uh, you know, sex mind, uh, tension release mind, you know? So I feel like compartmentalizing and sexualizing these when, when a man is going really going through it, not able or not wanting to really accept and feel and validate his emotions and process them in a healthy way, those are the two go-tos, in my opinion, in my experience. So if I like a guy and he likes me back and he's going through something emotionally, He's going to look at me and think, I'm not ready for this right now. So wife, ignore. If I, like, I'm, I don't have casual sex, you know? And I, if any guy that I would ever entertain romantically would know that automatically. Um, so they would automatically think that, okay, she's not going to have casual sex. See, I'm simplifying them too. Because it's hard for me to really understand and really admit that maybe men are more complicated, as complicated maybe even as me, and that's hard. But this is just like a scenario that I'm putting out there. And so I'm not going to get that text back. I'm not going to get that attention. I'm not going to get that like... And I'm going to wonder like, what the fuck happened? And that's a man not able to really step into his power really understand and accept that he's feeling shit that maybe is unterritory like that that is that is unfamiliar and on foreign territory it's foreign territory for him on territory wow 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 wow, wow. <laughs> and that and he might think that exploring that foreign territory is either a waste of time a waste of energy he's not ready for it he doesn't need it. You know what I mean? All those things that he thinks a woman brings to his life, negative things. And so he just shuts down and puts on his whatever mode, gym mode, friends mode, work mode, family mode. You know what I mean? Like nothing, those lines never blur. So he's able to really shut his emotions off. I was just talking to my friend um, five seconds ago on text. I'm like, must be nice. For men to really emotionally detach and I, t I and and that is the age old I feel like that's been a struggle for me in terms of men in a for, for like my entire life and and I said like must be nice to be able to emotionally detach and 
that's just the way they know how to think. That's just the way they know how to live. That's just the way they know how to move. So how can I really fault them for that? Um, and so that is, but that is such a flawed way of thinking. And I'm sad now that men are needing to, are, are clinging to this conditioning because they just don't want to feel my uncle. He is very modular as well. And if something is not, if he's not able to handle something or if he's not able to really admit his mistakes and he's very unevolved, right? But if he's not able to really step up to the plate because he thinks he's not good enough, he, he channels those emotions instead of dealing with it and actualizing it and respecting it and validating it and dealing with it, like I said, in a healthy way, he lashes out, he gets angry. He basically does everything that people accuse him of doing and is exactly what people accuse him of being. And that way he doesn't have to deal with the responsibility of taking accountability for his emotions. And I don't think that is uncommon for men. And especially nowadays where they're at, where they actually have a platform, maybe actually they don't, it's the complete opposite because men are being scrutinized, um, so harshly as some should be for, you know, you have the me too movement and everything. And I think men, a lot of this is putting men back deeper, deeper, deeper into the emotional closet. Okay. Well, I don't feel safe. Women are just going to tell me I'm trash. So why the fuck would, if I were even thinking about it before, why the fuck would I want to be vulnerable now? I'm not going to do that. I'm going to go on the def defensive. You know, you're throwing all this shit at me. I'm just going to be like Teflon and compartmentalize more and sexualize more. And okay, you are whatever you think I am. You, you think whatever you think I am. I'm that. It's just easier that way, you know? And, and, and I'm guilty of it. I'm guilty of saying men are trash. I've said it before on the podcast many times. And I think some are. But I think most are just scared and afraid. And they get defensive and they shut down and they lash out some of them. And it becomes all this negative negativity in the world and their frequency, their vibe just starts to just lower and lower and, and they just get themselves into this hole that they can't get out of. And good luck trying to date somebody like that. Good luck trying to be in a relationship for, with somebody like that. You know, they have nothing, they truly have nothing to offer you because they're so deep in their emotional rabbit hole and they have no idea how to get out of it. Because everything in the world tells them to suck it up. So not to deal with it, not to express it, not to be healthy in terms of manifesting it. No, no, no. They get told to suck it up. I, I, I used to agree with that. And I used to listen to this girl, um, her podcast, and she's like, I don't want a man that like is expressing his emotions. And in my head, I'm just like, yeah, I don't want that either. But now I'm just like, where do you think that goes? And I think she was, a lot of it, what she was saying was, I don't want a man to negatively manifest or project his emotions on me and think that I'm his therapist. True. I'm not your mom. 
like I'm, I'm, I don't want to deal with that deal with that right like I if you have emotions let's deal with it as partners not as you are my kid and I'm your fucking mom because it's not gonna happen but if you're coming to me with emotions and feelings and don't know how to deal with them and you're saying you don't know how to deal with them and you're like I don't know what to do and you're being vulnerable with me and your heart is out there spilled like how how can I not Ah, I'm going to get some teary eye. How can I not be there for you? But most men don't know that. They don't feel safe enough. They don't feel like they can express themselves like that. Very few men I know, especially men of color, are able to really express themselves that way. And if they do, they do it within their friends. And that also manifests not in the purity of the emotion, but distraction, compartmentalize, sexualize, and distract, right? Um, numbing their brains and their hearts with alcohol and, and drugs and sex and um, football and uh, just, you know, pick your poison and doing it in a group of guys that allow you to be just the most low vibe version of yourself because they're also trying to get away from something they're also trying to escape they're also trying not to take responsibility for their actions and their emotions and so when you get a big group of that together you get fuck boys that's that's fuck boy breeding ground right and so if we could just have a, a storyline in society where men feel free and open and happy and safe to be who they are to be the best version of themselves and to to feel relaxed in the journey you know to chill out a little bit and let themselves breathe and let themselves evolve it, it would be it would change the nature of our relationships like tenfold hundredfold you know and i guess um i want to say to to, to guys, to guy, to boys, to boy, um, like, I love you, I see you, and I don't want you to feel scared anymore, I know that when you manipulate women, some of you, it's out of, like, spite, it's out of hatred, it's out of, like, hatred for yourself, though, you treat women like shit because you feel like shit, and no man will tell you that, right? I'm bawling, I'm doing this, I'm doing that. You know, bitches ain't shit, blah, blah, blah. But like, it comes from a, a, a sad, a sad, unexplored place. And when I say men are trash, it comes from a sad and hurt place too. It comes from a place of, there's still wounds there that I'm still trying to figure out. And I'm still trying to heal. So I am making it a promise to not say that anymore from this day on because I want to be forgiving to myself and therefore I want to provide a space where men feel safe and where men feel like they can be the best version of themselves but it doesn't have to happen today it can happen as the journey calls for it um I think that's all I have. I love you. Peace.